0: This is Floyd Hughes, pastor of Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. I just wanted to share about my new book, Act Like an E-Christian. The E stands for Evangelical. And despite what you may have heard, Evangelical Christianity has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the reason the body of Christ exists, sharing the gospel. My book, a devotional based on the book of Acts, prayerfully encourages Christ followers to return to our evangelical roots of sharing the gospel with folks in our circles of influence. It's available on Amazon, in paperback, and for Kindle, and you can pick up a copy today. Thanks, and God bless. You're the coolest. No,
1: you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest.
0: I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church in Jefferson Hills, and with me is
1: Mark Berkshire with Mark Berkshire Ministries.
0: And we are, this is not uh, us just talking about the same stuff over and over, but we're talking about COVID again, Uh, the mass mandates, the vaccinations, the vaccination mandates, and we were just talking about the fact that we're not just bringing this up just because uh, the whole purpose is to talk about how people of faith can respond to things going on in the culture. And this is what's going on in the culture. Again, uh, mass mandates uh, by businesses, uh, v- mandatory vaccinations being talked about and considered some already issued in some school districts. And the question on everybody's mind is, you know, are the lockdowns going to follow again? The lockdowns that like devastated businesses. Uh, we all probably know someone who either lost their job or who's lost their business. And some people who unfortunately lost their homes because they lost their jobs or their businesses because of the lockdown. So uh, here we go again. So we're going to start with the mass mandates uh, that a lot of businesses are issuing. Um I know uh, we're in the Pittsburgh area, uh, which the three or four of you that listen to us already know that. We're in the Pittsburgh area, and I know downtown, there have been a lot of restaurants that have said, if you don't have proof of vaccination, you can't come in. And even if you do have proof of vaccination, you must wear a mask. Doesn't make sense to me. But in any case, there's also a lot of businesses that rather than this time making it a mandate, I like what they're doing, like Walmart, Giant Eagle, they have signs up, at least in our area that say all employees are required to wear a mask. We highly recommend that customers do. Is that a better option than what they did before? Like, hey, if you want to come in, you got
1: to wear a mask. It's a better option. It's still not a good option in my mind. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I never did understand from the beginning the whole mask thing, because working in the medical field, like I did for many years, um, the masks that we wear—the cloth masks or the paper masks they really don't prevent you from getting anything. The particles are so small from this virus that it will go straight through the cloth. The only thing it protects is if you sneeze or you cough, you're not coughing on someone and you're not sneezing on someone. Um, So I can see it a little bit, but it's hard for me to wrap my arms around it and embrace it if that makes sense
0: i mean it does but i i could see it from the business's standpoint saying this is what the cdc says so we're trusting that the cdc knows what they're doing because that's 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 the government's medical arm so we're we're gonna put we're gonna follow
1: their guidance um And, and that's the problem, though. There is where the problem begins. Because the CDC has been so back and forth with all of it since the beginning of COVID that it has been hard to say, I trust them 100%.
0: I, I will add to that that not just the CDC, the government as a whole um, as a whole. Yeah. It's like a ping pong game. something said, nope, push that back. Okay, we say this. Yeah, we agree with this. Now we say this, no, nope, push that back. It's been right. back and forth, whether it be mass vaccinations, the whole thing. So I can see where that confusion lie. Uh, uh, and, and and that makes sense. but yeah. I also I'm trying to I'm trying to look at it from the business's standpoint. Uh, I had one business owner who was saying that, you know, especially because during the lockdown they took grants to try right. to keep their businesses open and to try to pay their employees. Um, but part of the deal of that was you have to be within CDC guidelines. So when everything started opening back up, one of their things was, "Well, we, if we open, and the CDC says do this, and we don't because we disagree with it, then." We're liable to pay back the entirety of the grant that we got, uh, and they can shut us down. Yeah. So well, I, 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 I I, I'm, I, I can see some businesses trying to, you know, say, okay. Um, and like you, I think the, I think the, we highly recommend, we strongly recommend, is a lot better than, hey, if if you don't do what we want, you can't shop here. Right. In those places, I've just chosen. Not to
1: shop there. Right. I mean, I have gone in, I have gone to places recently here in our county and uh, where they said, you have to have a mask. And I said, okay, I'll go down the street. And I literally turned around and left. And um, just because the other place didn't require a mask. And um, it's, it's not so much that I'm, I am have anything against that business, or anything. It's the fact that I. I just don't think the mask thing is valid. I I just don't, and um, you know, where do we draw the line? in compliance and surrender? Are we surrendering to something that they're just trying to see how far they can push us? Or are we complying with something that is going to benefit the whole?
0: And that's a valid question and I think, historically there have been times when the government has issued medical mandates of some sort for Mm -hmm. pandemic whatever uh all that stuff uh someone i can't remember on the news was quoting a medical mandate uh that was used for some other medical situation that the government used and um again i think what part of me that 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 raises the question of whether or not this is trustworthy is when there's an across-the-board mandate for something that isn't impacting everyone equally across the board. Right. And I think I don't see why they're not doing with businesses the same thing they're doing with school districts, which is, hey, school districts, you within your local municipality make the decision based on what's going on in your community right for some reason with mask mandates uh that aren't related to school they're saying nope at the county level and counties are huge you know downtown pittsburgh is a lot different than the south hills or the jefferson hills area of pittsburgh where you know we have no problems not seeing a lot of increases uh but maybe in some other places in the county there are so for me that that doesn't say you're following the science because the science doesn't know whether this virus is in a school or in a restaurant right. so that doesn't that doesn't equate with following the science so those levels of discrepancy uh start raising questions and concerns and it's not about not trusting the science it's about trusting how is the government using the science because it seems like you're manipulating the data for different yeah. purposes
1: and and Here's the other thing. You can go to you can go to a Pittsburgh Pirate game and once you're in your seat you can take your mask off. And there's thousands of people there. But yet you go into a restaurant or into a store and you have to wear your mask all the time until you get your food if you're in a restaurant or all the time in the store. You can't tell me that the virus is going to pick Okay, I'm leaving the stadium alone, but I'm going to hit the store.
0: Yeah, well, some of that may be indoor/outdoor thing, but I gave up on the whole sports thing when I they were like, "Yeah, let's how can we expedite this so that yeah. we can have sports?" And I'm like, "This is no longer about science; it's about money and manipulation." So and that for me was like yeah. a big red flag.
1: And if you look at if you look at all of it in the last six months. To eight months, it has been more political than it has been science. You can see it, um, and and I'm not I'm not on one side or the other on political side of it, but it has been they've blown this up so politically that it is causing trouble. I know the virus is real. I've had family members that have, before anybody says anything, I've had family members that have had it. My wife has had it. Here's the crazy thing too. My wife had it. She's vaccinated. She got it after she was vaccinated and she's still having symptoms from it even though she's fully vaccinated and she got it in January so it's i know it's real but it also has a 99.9 percent survival rating you can get through it unless you're of that special class of people that have other health issues and all that i have all of those health issues I have been around people that have had it and had it severely and I've never gotten it. So I, I don't know, you know.
0: Well, I just, like you said, we want to make clear that neither one of us is saying that it's, it's, it doesn't exist or it's false or whatever. Uh, We, we've had family members who had it and have been impacted by it. Um, um, But before we switch from mass, Two vaccinations. Um, and I was telling you before, a part of me is I can see both sides. I'm, I'm not opposed to wearing a mask. If it's a store, I need to go in to get something done. Um, I look at it as just like if someone comes to my house and we, we happen to take our shoes off when we walk in our house and if they see the shoes and say, Oh, do I need to take my shoes off? They're leaving it up to me and acknowledging, you know, it's my house. How do I want them to proceed? And if I say yes, then take their shoes off. If I say yes and they don't want to, okay, that's on you if you want to come in. So I'm okay with the store making that. I like the ones, like I said, that give us the option. Yeah. and uh, like I said, I'm really okay with it because I spent a lot of money on masks before and now get to use them again. It, all that money's not going away. So, yeah. you know, especially my light up mask, I haven't used that in a while. But I don't think, I mean, I don't, this is again, I, 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 I'm grateful to the stores that do that. But to the stores that do that, you're again showing that the science doesn't support what you're doing. Right. If you're leaving it optional and up to us whether or not we want to m- wear a mask, yeah. then that says to me it's not required. So then, why have one at all?
1: Uh, yeah. And that's that's very true. And and you know, here in Fayette County, um, people here basically have gotten to the point of saying we're not going to do it at all, period. We're not wearing masks. We're not asking people to wear masks. We'll put a sign on the door, but that's as far as it goes. Yeah.
0: And I will go, uh, Christy and I, we agreed. When we see a sign on the door, if it says it's mandatory to wear a mask, then we'll determine, do we really need to get it from this store or is there somewhere else? Yeah. Uh, if it's optional or highly recommended, uh, we're not following your options or your recommendations. And yeah yeah we'll just follow our own and we go in without a mask but um i i do understand and want to respect those people that say yeah we're for whatever their reasons they're saying we're requiring it okay that's you that's your business And i i just if i can help it i'm not i'm not going to go there unless i have to or unless i really want to show off my mask (laughs) (laughs) um
1: and i agree that's that's kind of where we're at too
0: yeah um but then, uh, here's the thing that got me. Now, uh, I know, because you just said that uh, Dawn, your wife, she, she had COVID, and then she got
1: now she, got, she vac- got
0: vaccinated, and then she got COVID after her vaccination. Right. I just heard, it was a couple of weeks, no, not a couple of weeks ago, just last week, because it was before the, the NFL Hall of Fame thing in Canton, Ohio, they were talking about the bus, Jerome Bettis, vaccinated, has been for a while, got covid Mm-hmm. had symptoms, not not like make him ill. According to him, the symptoms were mild, but he did have symptoms to the point where he was quarantining. Uh, so I don't actually, I didn't follow up to see if he actually made it to the uh, Hall he of did. Fame thing. He did?
1: Yeah, I, I believe so. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Uh, so here's my thing. And this this, again, I'm not disputing whether or not the vaccines work. I am asking... <laughs> If the vaccines do work, uh, and I understand that, let's say you get the vaccine, um, you can still get the disease, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be you have no symptoms, and you can still transmit it to other people. Um yes. So then what is the point of getting a vaccine? And people always talk about the risk and it's always about mitigating risk, but that doesn't work because right now, the only risk I have is of getting COVID. If I get the vaccine, I have a risk of not only possibly getting COVID, even though it's a reduced risk, I also have a risk now of all of the medical complications from the vaccine. As far as I'm concerned, I've increased my medical risk. I haven't decreased it at all because I've added several other risk factors that were nowhere on my agenda before getting the vaccine. Again, not disputing whether or not the vaccine works. And I do not have a problem. I tell people all the time, I am not vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, although I know a lot of people that are. Uh, I just hate needles. And if there's other things I can do that will keep me from getting it, I'll do that. So uh, I haven't had a flu shot since I left the military uh, because Uncle Sam wasn't standing there telling me I had to. Uh, so I haven't had a flu shot since I left the military, and I haven't had the flu since I left the military, um, which has been 20 years, 20 more than 20 years now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just like I, I hear all the arguments of the vaccine, but the logic is not resonating with me, and I've yet to have someone come in and explain that logic to me.
1: Right, and and that's kind of where I'm at too, because I. My wife is vaccinated. Um, she got vaccinated because of her job. She works at a hospital. She had to get vaccinated. They, requ- they required it. Um, two days or three days after the vaccination, she got COVID. And she had to wait an extra week before she got her second dose because of the COVID. And then she got her second dose. She still has a lot of COVID symptoms as far as the fatigue and the um, uh, the the muscle aches, things like that. She still has. But now she has a different thing that they think is caused from the vaccine. She has chest pressure all the time. Her blood pressure is fluctuating up and down. They cannot get it under control. They're tracing it back to all tracing back to the vaccine, Which... I, have, I have congestive heart failure, I have the diabetes, I have um, COPD, and so if I take the vaccine just from the symptoms that she has from taking it, that would put me in the hospital, you know, so do, <laughs> what do I do, you know?
0: Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. And this brings up a question because, as I was saying before, I could see, same with the masks, same with the vaccination, I could see an employer saying, hey, we're going to require all of our employees to get vaccination, vaccinated because I don't want to be held responsible. Some employee gets COVID at Absolutely. work and then says it's my fault because I created an unhealthy work environment or wh- however they word that. Absolutely. But then does that mean that same employer can be held accountable if I get sick as a result of the vaccination, the complications from the vaccination. And the only reason I got the vaccination was because you, my job required it. Are they taking responsibility from that side as well?
1: No, not that I can tell. Not Because that's,
0: that's just as much of a risk. And again, I'm not arguing whether or not the vaccines work.
1: Yeah, I'm not either.
0: I keep hearing people talk about, it's a matter of managing risk and that's what we do. And everyone should get vaccinated, but you're asking me to increase my level of risk from just now I'm at risk of getting COVID to now I'm at risk of whatever the complications are. Plus, you know, if I just happen to fall into the percentage that it doesn't protect, because none of them are hundred percent, they're like 86 or 90 mm. or whatever. If I fall into the percentage that it doesn't protect, then I put myself at risk for nothing. Right. So what is the benefit? And the benefit isn't that it's going to keep you safe because I can still give it to you. Even if you are vaccinated, you can still get it, even though it's a decreased opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I, I, I don't see how I'm keeping people safe. If it's not something that stops it, cures it or puts an end to it.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's, That's exactly where I fall into, because I I don't, if my doctors came to me and said, Mark, this would definitely keep you alive. Sure, I'd get the shot without a hesitation. But when they come to me and said, the risks of you getting the shot are higher on your health than you not getting the shot still my decision then i'm going to go with my gut saying why put myself into harm's way from the 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 fallout of the shot then yeah. having the shot you know um and, and you know that brings us to probably the next part of what you were going to bring up which i'm going to bring up is the vaccine vaccination cards showing a card to get into somewhere new york you have in order to go to a broadway play in new york city you have to be vaccinated you've had to have a test within i think it's 48 hours of you going to the theater a negative test and you have to show proof of vaccination in order to get into a Broadway play.
0: Well, they've expanded. It's not just the plays. It's any indoor
1: restaurant, gym, any indoor activity. And, And see, that scares me because there was a little thing back in the 40s where certain groups of people had to show their card in order to get food and things they needed. It was called the Holocaust area so this this scares me
0: it well here's my question so if they and again this is how the science doesn't work to me right because as far as i know and i could be wrong and anyone feel free to contact us and let me know if i'm wrong and let me say this Before I begin, I'm not against anyone who wants to get the vaccine. If you feel it's right for you, your family, and your company, don't let anyone else sway you. Get it. Absolutely. Do do what's right for you and your family and company. And I'm not judging or criticizing anyone who doesn't. Uh, But again, the logic and the science don't match up to me because if I go into a theater or a restaurant or a gym, I have to have this vaccination. They have it, as far as I know, have not made it mandatory for grocery stores. Right. But the virus doesn't know whether I'm standing in line in a grocery store or whether I'm standing in line to get a ticket to see, you know, the Suicide Squad movie, which just came out. And I just started watching a little bit a little while ago. But
1: yeah.
0: so how does that logically make sense? It doesn't, the, the, that science doesn't work for me. If they made it mandatory across the board because they said you know something, okay, at least I don't agree with them, but I could see their logic. I can't yeah. see the logic in some indoor places, but not others. There's and no logic to
1: that. There is no logic to that. And, and my fear is that it's going to come down to, okay, you're a church, you're non-essential, you cannot have anybody in who's not vaccinated.
0: Yeah, do, Did they say what they're doing for churches in New York?
1: I didn't. They, ha- they haven't, that I know of. Um, well, again. I, I haven't been watching the news as often as I used to. Yeah, I, I
0: haven't either. I, but, uh, but again, that doesn't make sense. How can it make a difference if you're sitting in a movie theater or sitting in a pew, how does the virus know and, you know what and, I mean? And if it doesn't know, then mandating in one place and not the, I don't want them to mandate in churches, but your right.
1: logic doesn't work if you're not. And, and the, the, the other logic that never, never, never hit me right was, okay, you can open, you, you have to be closed at a certain time and you have to open at a certain time. How does the virus know that it can only attack during eight to, eight to nine at night? Eight in the morning till nine at night, and not attack overnight. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it it, you know?
0: it it doesn't. I I mean, some of the things I see, and again, it's not about what I see, but but what a logical, reasonable person can see making sense, and other things. This makes absolutely no sense, and it refutes that you're following the science because science doesn't support decisions like that. And I, again, I'm not mandating that they shut everything right. down and do everything across the board. But if you don't, you can't use I'm um, following the science because uh, the same people, you and I can walk into a theater together and we'll get rejected because we're not vaccinated, but we can walk into a church and sit together and it, oh, that's fine. It, yeah. it, it, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. Which brings yeah. us to the question, what should be the Christian's response? Because, again, we're seeing this dividing uh, mass mandates and, and vaccination mandates, uh, dividing the body of Christ,
1: again, across the board. And, and, and this is, in my mind, and this is my, my opinion, you can take $1.25 and buy a cup of coffee, that's all it's worth my opinion is that this is where the political part of it comes into the government as i see it is trying to see how much they can get away with in my eyes they're they're like we just spent the last five minutes talking about how does the virus know that I'm vaccinated, you're not vaccinated. How does, you know, if you're going to shut it down, shut it down. It's nothing that the Christian should not be surprised about. The Bible talks about this, the Bible talks about what we're facing, what's going to happen. Um, And The Christian should still be encouraged, not discouraged about all that's going on around us. There's a lot more to be encouraged about than there is to be discouraged about. Because if you read the back of the book, the Bible tells us at the back of the book that we we win. Christians win. Christ followers will win it all you know so I think the first first thing to look at is does this violate any biblical principle that I'm following so number one if the mandate is to shut down all the churches but there's still a theater or there's still other things allowed to be open that is my. That is violating a biblical principle that other places are open, but we're not allowed to be open, then that's a violation of our, not only our constitutional right, but our biblical freedom that we have in Christ.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of grateful that at least in Pennsylvania when all the shutdowns were going and no disrespect again to all the businesses that had to close and people that lost their businesses, that after a while, after the initial shutdown, uh, churches were allowed to open again. They did fall within, hey, gathering numbers and limitations, but most of them were reasonable. And for many of the churches, it was um, not a mandate, but a suggestion. Right. It was specifically the way that uh, Governor Wolf had it written into the, well, again, well, I appreciate that. It doesn't support how the science works, but, um, so yeah. that, that before, cause we're not there yet right now we're on mask mandates and, right. and vaccinations. So, um, and I will share this, my viewpoint again, worth even less, not even worth the dollar 75 for the coffee, just free <laughs> cup of chemical filled water. But my opinion is that I I don't think a mask mandate to go into a store or go you know, into or whatever, violates our, any, any biblical no. mandate from God, from us to do whatever. I don't either. Um, I think that's an individual choice of the individual on whether or not they want to comply and use those business. However, I will say if you're a Christian and you go to a place and they have a sign that says you must wear a mask and you go in without a mask, then in my opinion, you are violating a godly mandate because you're doing something that that employer has asked you not to do and you're knowingly doing it Uh, and i'll say likewise if you go into a place you know if you're opposing what they asked you to do uh, you have the option to not shop there but don't go in and cause a scene and saying i'm going to rebel and whatever and then also say you're a christian because that's not being a christian
1: remember what paul said in philippians 2 he said in Philippians 2.14, he says, do all things without grumbling. Yeah. And all things without disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go.
1: We are in the crooked and twisted generation, friends. We're full in, and,
0: hardcore. Yeah. And
1: anything, our response to anything that anyone says should be taken with kindness, love, and respect.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And nothing else. Yeah. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to abide by it because we can turn around and walk the other direction without saying a word.
0: Yeah. And I I will add, especially if, if there's a store that's not requiring mask mandates and you are one of the people that everyone should wear a mask and you walk in there with a mask, that's your right. Don't start ragging on other people that don't have one on because they're exactly. exercising their rights. Um, it's, and,
1: and that's what I'm seeing in the church body. That's what I'm seeing is that people who feel they have to have a mask are are ragging on the people who don't have masks. People who feel they don't need to wear a mask are ragging on to people who are already wearing masks because that makes them feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, we, we've
1: got to learn to just get along.
0: Yeah, and and respect their choice. It, it exactly. It's not, it's not okay for me to want to impose my choice on you, but then not expect for you to try to impose your choice on me.
1: And, so and we, yeah, we've got to remember this is not a salvation issue.
0: Not even close.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, there. As far as I can tell, from the biblical standpoint, there are no masks in heaven. No, won't be a requirement. Um, so not an issue. And the same with vaccinations. And I've, I've, I've had people who are Christians, and you know, I've been friends with them, hung out with them, who have like cut me off. Uh, and 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 you know, I'm not coming down on anyone who's right. But I'm going to ask the questions and they have totally cut me off because they feel like I'm a one of the evangelical Christians. You guys couldn't see it, but I did the air quotes <laughs> evangelical Christians who's <coughs> far right and put down anyone who calls for vaccination. And I've never said such a thing. But uh, because I don't agree with them, they've decided I must be cut off. And yeah. literally told me I'm one of the Christians that makes them sick. Right. And I'm like, I have been there. And like how, how can, how can you call yourself a part of the body of Christ when you're doing the very thing that you're claiming I'm doing, you're being opposed to someone because they don't agree with you. You're claiming that about me, but you're living it out now towards me, even though I've done nothing like that exactly. or you. And it's, it, it, I'm sure it breaks the heart of God to see the petty things that the church divides over. Um,
1: it, it breaks his heart, but it doesn't surprise him.
0: That's just as sad. It is. It, doesn't, it is. That it doesn't surprise him that this is the
1: way humanity is. But yeah. and, um, and, you know, God didn't put us here to be judges. He didn't, he didn't anoint any of us judges. You didn't have a special prophet come and pour pour oil over our head and say, you're a judge. So what gives us the right to judge anyone on any of their beliefs when it comes to this kind of thing? There are things that we can look at that, yeah, it says, let the spirit judge them. And I mean, I'm talking about salvation. If if you see someone who says they're a Christ follower and they're living like hell all through week then i i would question that person on their their salvation
0: yeah
1: i'm not judging them i'm questioning them yeah um so who puts us who gives us the right or what gives us the right to judge anyone on their personal beliefs
0: Yeah, we know. I think I I can't remember the verbiage, but I did a TikTok about this because someone was complaining about being judged for their appearance being tattooed and wearing earrings. And someone else responded that I have tattoos, I have piercings, I also am covered by the love of Christ and saved by my faith in Him, but I still don't have the right to judge you. Exactly. And that, I mean, just, you just nailed it. We, we don't have the right to judge people. We, I yeah. mean, God makes that crystal clear. So how do we stop the church from dividing about this? Um, what are some practical things people can do? Cause these are, these are things people feel strongly about. I mean, I mean, well, you've seen it really, really strong about, yeah. uh, and we know the division that went through the church, uh, most of last year and beginning of this year until things started to lift. And it looks like we're going back that way again. So what are some practical things people can do uh, to not be divided over these mass mandates and vaccination mandates and all that kind of thing?
1: Be encouraging and not discouraging. In other words, instead of, instead of, um, putting someone down for not believing the way you believe, um, being encouraged that they still want to be your friends. They still want to be in your circle. They still want to be there, be an influencer in your circle.
0: And here's, here's a tough question. I've been telling people to ask, and maybe I shouldn't, because it's, it's a harsh one. It's, can we still be friends if I don't agree with you?
1: Oh, I think that's a, I think that's a right on question. And, and
0: push it another level. Can we still be brothers and sisters in Christ? uh, People whom God looks at and loves us regardless of, you know, can we still be brothers and sisters in Christ if I disagree with you?
1: Yeah. And I would go a step further and say, if your answer to that question or to those two questions is no, then may I suggest that you look at your relationship with Christ and see who he is.
0: Yeah. And again, I'm not directing this towards I, non-Christians. Uh, right. I'm, I'm specifically talking towards about brothers Christians. and sisters. Yeah, brothers and sisters in Christ. Can we still exactly. be friends and brothers and sisters in Christ if I disagree with you?
1: Yeah. I mean you look and you say well this isn't in the bible this this isn't discussed anywhere in the bible I disagree <laughs> look at look at Paul's letter to the church of Corinthians they were divided because of different things in the church
0: <clears throat> strong Paul, things
1: yeah and Paul talked about putting aside their differences and concentrating on the crucified risen savior. And that's what we need to do as a church. Put aside all the pettiness, put aside all of the things that separate us and concentrate on the crucified risen savior. If we do that, we will find our churches starting to build relationships that cannot be broken.
0: Yeah. um, I would even add that in addition to asking that question, so can we still be friends? Can we still be brothers and sisters in Christ if I disagree with you? Um, And if someone says no, um, yeah, like you said, I I, I would word it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not like I did.
0: (laughs) A little bit nicer and just say, well, can help me understand what's the biblical reference that says we can't. Yeah. What's, what's the, Uh, the biblical reference, because maybe I'm not seeing something that's in in the scripture uh, that says I have to agree with why we have to wear masks, why you have to be vaccinated. And I go even further and say, okay, if you're you're set that we can't be brothers and sisters in Christ, because I disagree with you, um, what can be done to change that? And if the only thing that can be done is I have to agree with you, then, then I'd probably go with the hardcore question. You got to look at your Christianity, bro, because that's not that's not yeah. the God I serve. Um, exactly. that, that's not in the Bible. But yeah. uh, I and I think the goal of that is not. I want to prove them right. I want to prove you wrong. The goal is like you said, like what Paul said to Corinthians, is you know being unified in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I I think the church is so busy trying to support all these other things and prove themselves right that they lose focus of our mandate to be unified in Christ. I mean, when he wrote that after saying, hi, Paul, an apostle, blah, blah, blah. I think it's in verse 10. He says, I pray that you be unified. Before yeah. he even starts saying, because you have all these problems, he says, I want you to be unified, be in of one mind, unified in Christ because yeah. that's the crucial aspect that's going to help you resolve all these other issues. Yeah. And That's what we need is the church. We need people to be unified. We need people to come together. We need people to spend more time uh, praying. You know, I I don't know if masks or vaccinations are the answer. I don't know that this virus will ever go away. The flu hasn't. Um, Is this the long-term solution? I I mean, we don't have all these answers, but we have a God that does. And why are we not, if it's that important, why aren't we all on our knees in prayer you know, seeking God's, hey, God, this is going to be around. How do we get through this yeah. together as the body of Christ?
1: And, and, and I think as a church, and this is going to sound probably harsh coming from me, but we have lost our perspective as a church. You talked about kneeling down in prayer. When is the last time anyone has ever knelt down in church and prayed? I mean, on your knees before God and prayed in church. We don't kneel anymore. We don't give God the reverence in his house. Why should he answer us in our prayers? This is something that's been bothering me that i've been battling about when's the last time in my personal devotions have i knelt down beside my bed on my knees or in my chair in my office on my knees and prayed well mark i got knee problems then lay down straight i don't care but humble yourself before god and he will hear our prayers we have not as a church humbled ourselves before god we have missed that so much. And we need to get back to the humbling and the respect that God deserves from us. Mm. So prayer is a very good thing. And I'm sorry I'm being so deep, but <laughs> prayer is a such a good thing. And it is should be our number one thing that we go to. And we should leave that person who disagrees with us, not with anger, not with bitterness, not with frustration, but we should leave them saying, you know what, I'm still going to pray for you, no matter what, you're still in my circle. You may not want me in yours, but you will always be welcome in mine.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I've always said, hey, even if we disagree, at the end of the disagreement, if we can't walk away and still say, now let's go get a cup of coffee and talk about something totally different and still hang out, then we've done the disagreement the incorrect way as Christ followers. Um, Again, specifically talking to Christ followers, people filled with the spirit of God. Granted, we may get angry, we may get upset, we may have very passionate discussions and feelings about these topics. And I said yesterday from the pulpit that it's okay to be concerned no matter which side of the mask mandate you're on. Uh, Because it is concerning if you think everyone should wear a mask, uh, or it is concerning if you feel like your rights are being violated by mandating it. Uh, It's okay to be angry, especially when it comes to things like vaccinations, um, no matter which side of it you're on. But it is not okay if we are the church to divide over it and to hate others who don't agree with us or do things the way that we think they should do them right we we don't have that right god doesn't give us that right to do that we gave up the right to do that when we became christ followers when he put his holy spirit in us um
1: and remember that we're we're as i was saying before we went on today that i've read the back of the book as a christ follower we win God does not. This does not catch God by surprise. This this little virus that has upturned the church and everyone else has not caught God off guard. Absolutely, you know. So He knows all about it. He knows. He knows what to do about it. He knows what we should do about it. Even these little things about mask wearing, He knows. Yeah, about it. So that's why prayer is so important you know he's just waiting for us to come to him and say okay dad what do you want me to do <laughs> you
0: know? yeah and i i'm going to say this and i don't i don't know a way to a way to word it that doesn't offend so i'm just going to spit it out and then i'll try to clean it up later but don't be those christians that say that if you had enough faith you wouldn't get it anyway oh. cuz that's that's not true amen. you can have all the faith in the world and still get it. I know very godly people who who, who have gotten it and gotten sick uh, some pastors, some just Christians so uh, your faith has nothing to do with it. Uh, and I know because,
1: one godly woman who got it and died of it.
0: Yeah it and would the, and this is just my opinion but it would be very cruel. For God to sit there and to only put a hedge of protection around people based on their faith. Yeah. Like if you have doubt, oh, uh, guess what? You have doubt, then guess what? You're going to get sick and possibly die. That would be cruel. Yeah. And our God is not cruel. Uh, that's yes. not to say that God can't heal people who have it. That that I totally yes, he believe has. He can. That's the kind of God we serve. But uh, don't, I don't, I just, for all you people who say, well, if you had enough faith, you would never get it. There's not a single scripture to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just lying. And there's a Greek word for that. It's called baloney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 So that's, I agree. I agree. So I think the biggest thing as a response in my mind is to do to live out Philippians 2.14, do all things without grumbling and complaining so that we can become blameless and people see us as blameless in this twisted, crooked world that we live in. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. I, I think
0: it's an ideal to every time we have that conversation and we start to see ourselves go there to ask ourselves, which is more important, my support? or lack of support for this mandate, mask or vaccination mandate, or the love that God has for you and that I should have for you. If the love God has for you and the love I should have for you is a priority, then I'm okay disagreeing with you because you don't see things my way. Yeah, um, yeah that's 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 just got to be the way that we roll as the church. And if we can't, then we're not really being the church. Exactly. If we're putting our priorities of these mandates above showing love because it doesn't say love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and love government mandates above all else. It's love your neighbor as yourself. And if, right. if we can't do that, then we're not being a church.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: All right. So do you want to, I don't know how much time we've been, <laughs> but we've got uh, about
1: an hour. Right okay.
0: Here. All right. Do you want to, uh, well, before we pray, uh, let me add this, because we were going to discuss um, a little bit about the mask mandates and then talk about critical race theory. Because uh, I was telling Mark before we, we went on air that uh, as, 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 I was at, as I was at the gym for like days and days and days, I would see on the news, just on all the channels, school this critical race theory, this critical race theory clash, blah, blah, blah. So a few weeks ago, we said, "Hey, let's 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 talk about that." Um, but then, by the time we actually got this together, we were seeing an increasing talk about what we talked about—the mask mandates and vaccinations. So that's why we had this discussion again. But uh, if we start seeing the critical race theory things come back up, which I fear we will, as we get closer to schools. Um, then we're we going to have that discussion. Uh, but I also probably wanted to have the discussion because the 20th anniversary of 9-11 is coming up. Yeah. And uh, we need to honor. Um, that's something we need to honor. I feel strongly yeah. about that because maybe it's just because New York City is my hometown. And uh, that was like just devastating.
1: Should, yeah, I think we should honor it just as Americans.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And as, and not as not as on the fifth
0: or tenth, but every year it should be just yeah, like we do Memorial Day, Veterans Day. This is yeah. a, a a crucial day. So um, I know
1: I'm probably going to make a trip out to um, Somerset County and go to the memorial here. And um, I think we
0: are planning a memorial uh, in Elizabeth, working with the fire halls and a bunch of the churches there. So um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah. those are discussions we have coming down the road that being said I'm going to ask Mark to uh, just pray for us and then we'll be done
1: okay Father thank you for this time together. Thank you that uh, we can disagree and still be brothers and sisters in the Lord. Father give us help us to to pull back where we need to pull back help us to step up where we need to step up. Um, Only you know where that is for each and every one of us, Lord. And we just ask that you would just help us to, to not be nervous, but be encouraged because we know that you are in control of all of this. And we thank you and praise you for being in control of all of this. And we just ask now that you would Just bless us and bless those that are around us that we can be a blessing to them. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Now I'm going to go charge my mask.